0: On blast, and we are live. This is the wrap it up on blast wraps post game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. In this episode of Wrap It Up, it's brought to you by Clean Cuts barbershop Shop, twenty thirteen Danforth Avenue in the East End of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any and all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew. And as a wise man once said, tell him that I sent you. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto or give them a call 416-917-4833 to book your appointments now. What is up? Wrap it up fans. Again, my name is Sean Alexander. I'm joined by my guy Foots. Foots, what is going on? How you feeling,
1: man? What's going on, peoples?
0: I'm back. We're back, <laughs> You're good to wrap up yeah. this Raptor's West Coast road trip against the Mavs. It's a tough one. It's a tough one, right? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But either way, we're here for you on the Wrap It Up podcast. We got you covered, as always, live on Twitter after each and every Raptors game at Shell Alexander. We take your comments and questions there, so if you see the link, feel free to join in because this is an interactive show. We want to hear from you, the people, what you thought of the Raptors loss tonight, but also, more importantly, what you thought of the whole trip. Yep. This is a very impressive trip, and I feel like we learned a lot. About this team, so we take your comments on Twitter. Same thing goes for Instagram. We got a feed up there, which has a great chat room in there as well. Taking your comments and questions on Instagram, that is at Sheldon Alexander. And of course, if you ever miss the podcast live, don't worry, we got you covered. We got a live feed, or sorry, we got a feed that ends up being posted on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and on YouTube. Really appreciate all the love we're getting there. A lot of love. A lot of love. Really appreciate it, guys. Guys, like and subscribe. Tell your friends, any other Raptors fans that'd be interested in following the wave that is the Toronto Raptors. And everybody's on the wave. Everybody's on the wave. So if you appreciate that, like and subscribe, tell your friends, all that other fun stuff, because this is the Wrap It Up podcast. So, as mentioned, Raptors lose a tough one 110 102 to end this road trip to the Dallas Mavericks. And I'll be honest, when uh, you look at the the schedule before this road trip started, I knew this would be a tough game to end the trip because Dallas is a well coached team. Yep. Uh, we're getting to see Porzingis working his way back in. Yep. And then they got a man named Luka Doncic. Foots Luka. How was how Luka looking to you in this game?
1: Man, Luka looked really, really, really impressive. <laughs> I
0: thought you were gonna say Luka looks really, really real because <laughs> he no does he, really he is real. Yeah.
1: He is real, but. He 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 was really impressive. Was. I was really impressed with his game. His yeah. total package. He can do everything. Yeah. So. I can admit when I'm wrong about someone and when Luka was, was coming into the league. I was wrong too. I was just like, I got to see I, it first. I'm not just going to crown him. I didn't want to drink in. the Kool-Aid.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? But my thing was I wasn't going to just crown him as like everyone's saying he's the next wave. Yep. He's the next one coming. And I didn't want to crown him. His game is legit. And what you see from superstars is one thing we talk about all the time. If your shot's not falling or things are tough for you, can you still find a way to gut out a performance and affect your team's victory? And Luca, he had 26 points on the night, only shot five of 14, but made sure he got to the line 15 of 19 getting to the line, but add in 15 rebounds and seven assists. That's insane. That's big time. That's big production right mm-hmm. there. And there are a lot of talk about the fouls because Luca was 15 of 19 from, the flo- from free throw land where the Raptors as a team were only 11 of 15.
1: Yep, suspect, of course.
0: Yes, the refs are always seem to be a topic of conversation on the Raptors broadcast. That's, that's, but that's expected
1: when you're the road team. Yeah, it, it, you expect bad calls, you expect the refs, you know, mm-hmm. to side with them with the other with the home team a little bit more. It so- happens. And I also think the Raptors, this is gonna sound weird, but the
0: Raptors are somewhat of a finesse team, right? Like they shoot a lot of threes and the layups that they're getting are wide open. And Pascal driving to the to the basket a lot, and it looks out of control. And a lot of the times the refs aren't gonna bail you out and give you that call when it appears like you're driving to the basket. And these are tough shots that Pascal makes but at the same time, they look out of control and the optics of it, it makes it difficult for the refs to blow the whistle consistently when you're just repeatedly driving to the basket, kind of off balance and kind of just throwing it kind of over the shoulder, you know what I I mean? And over the defender, like it's an awkward look and the refs aren't going to give you that call.
1: And I think you, at a certain point, you got to adjust, no? No, you you definitely have to adjust to how the refs are calling the game. But at the same time too, I think me personally, I feel Mm like those... Those calls will change, uh-huh. maybe in the second half of the season when he's a bona fide all star. When he gets more of a When run. he gets okay. more, yeah. When he gets, you know, mm-hmm. he he gets that title on him. Yeah. Because I think still think wrestlers are still thinking, hey, this is still Siakam, that second, that yeah, third yeah, tier all- yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. you know. So he's not in the next the next
0: level yet of superstar where Luca drives now. and Luca gets every call, every call, right. It's interesting, so? yeah. It's a thing to watch for, for sure. And Pascal struggled in this game, finished with 15 points on 6 of 24 efficient. shooting. 6 yeah. of 24, that's not good by any measure. And 2 of 10 from 3. And that's kind of the thing where I'm talking about where if your shot's not falling, you know, it, it's tough. He was missing legs. He was missing threes. It's just a tough game. But it's also the end of a road trip, a long road trip, yep. and heavy minutes. Yep, Do you heavy think minutes. Him and Fred
1: have been right around that forty-minute mark. They're tired. You can tell. I was, you I was can tell. Just ask
0: you, is that something that's as we were watching the game, that? you
1: could tell it, especially when he went to the foul line. Mm-hmm. He's breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. The extra compression on his body made me think too. Is he maybe potentially banged up? Right. So those are two things I spotted immediately yeah. with, with Siakam. Plus, he's this is the first time being the man. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot being a man. It's a different kind of minutes. It's a different type of minutes,
0: (laughs) right? Yeah. We talk about this all the time, and it's something we always go back to because I thought it was the best example of what you're mentioning in terms of the type of minutes that guys play. And it was LeBron in the playoffs. Remember we were always talking about how is it possible that he can play when he's on the Cavs? How is he playing the full game? How is he playing with no rest? How does this even work? And the thing is, LeBron was finding ways to rest on defense. we know this. Right. The way that the Raptors play, there is no resting on defense. That's not not what Nick Nurse preaches. That's not how it's going to work. And so for Fred and Pascal, having to carry so much of the offensive burden while also maintaining a high level of defense, Mm -hmm. that's a lot to ask for these guys. And and the reality is, unfortunately for the Raps, you're going to have nights like this where they just look tired. Mm -hmm. They just look tired. But again, I don't want to take away too much from the Mavs because the Mavs, I mean...
1: They played a good game. Game They played
0: solid. They played solid. And it was kind of the tale of two halves when you look at the game in terms of... The Raps were up. They didn't play well, but they were up by seven heading into halftime. And the second half, they were outscored by 15 points and only shot 37% in the second half.
1: Coming out of the half, they just looked disinterested.
0: Yeah, it looked... It wasn't a good look at a halftime at all. Again, Raps were up 60 to 53. Van Fleet had 13 points. Norm had 13 points. Matt but it... Thomas
1: off the bench had 10 points. So,
0: you know. What do you think of Matt Thomas and how he's fitting in for the Raps so far and, and just the role he can play with the team? Like, what do you make of Matt Thomas so
1: far? I love Matt Thomas' game because, and I love Nick Nurse and his system because his system, you don't have to do so much. Mm-hmm. Matt Thomas, you're brought in to shoot threes. And spread the floor. He can just focus on spreading the floor and shooting threes. And then on the defensive end now, right, he's not known as a great one-on-one defender. But our great team defense now hides him, similar to Golden State, what they were doing with Steph Curry at times last year, right? Yeah, yeah, So Matt Thomas, I love his game. Yeah. He spreads the floor, and he can shoot, and he can effectively shoot threes. I love it. Yeah, Matt Thomas definitely for sure had a he solid game in. for
0: the Raps. Gave them gave them some shooting when I thought at spots early on in the first half, their offense was kind of stalling. Yep. And Matt Thomas, you know, just a sharpshooter. And as you mentioned, Nick Nurse's offense, it's built on ball movement and passing up good shots for great shots. And when you're talking about a great shot from a good shooter in the corner, wide open three, splash city. Matt Thomas finished, as you mentioned, 10 points, four of five shooting, but two of two from three. And... It sounds so crazy to say, but when you're a sniper and you get open threes, you have to make those threes. You got to make those. He did that. And he did those. So the other thing I thought that was kind of cool, Matt Thomas had his game tonight. Uh, You look at the other guys who were playing a bit better off the bench for the Raps and Terrence Davis didn't really get much from him tonight. He only finished with two points, one of six. Boucher only had three points in this game. It was interesting, but the reminder of why bench guys are bench guys, right? Because it's about consistency.
1: Yes, And so in definitely. one night,
0: you got the two games from Boucher back-to-back in L.A. He
1: yes, you out. did.
0: You had your one game from Terrence Davis where he balled out, right? Um, and same thing with Hollis Jefferson. He had his back-to-back games. His last yes, game sir. was monster, and he's still okay. But do you think Hollis Jefferson's done enough to earn consistent minutes now off the bench?
1: Um, I still need to see more. Okay. That's just what it is. Like he played yeah, well today. He that's played real. well tonight. He played well tonight, mm-hmm. but we just gotta see more because our bench guys. We l- listen. Two. What is it? Two years ago. Yeah. Our bench guys were Siakam and Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah. I want people to really think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna give it some time. That's fair. You know? That's fair. The minutes has got to be earned. You sound like the minute's you, be earned. You've, been, you've
0: been listening to the Nick Nurse gospel.
1: Listen, man. <laughs> I'm the number one booster of Nick Nurse. Listen, man. We got a top five coach in the NBA, and people are sleeping. Hey. Nick Nurse is a top five right now coach in the NBA, and I think Toronto Raptors. We got to be happy with that. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. I mean, to back up your point, Foots, to be honest – That's real, because if you think
0: about the Toronto Raptors coming into this season, losing Kawhi Leonard, losing arguably the best player in the league, losing your finals MVP, and then talking about your 11 games in, this is the 12th game of the season, but you're playing without Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, uh, who else is out? McCaw's out. That's three of your top eight players. Easy. Right? OG just comes back, but he missed a couple games on the trip. Mm -hmm. So you still come out of your hardest road trip of the season with a 3-2 and two record, you take that. We're you take that, smiling right? You're smiling. You're smiling if you're the Raps. And I think, too, the, with Nick Nurse, it's very simple because if he's holding Siakam and Van Fleet accountable in terms of you guys give it all on defense and go hard and play minutes. Who Who is anybody else? Exactly. Exactly. Totally a good job there. And you mentioned the Raptors bench. I think it's time to bring up a former member of that raptors bench in terms of Delon Wright, who yes. in that run to start the second half, Dallas got off to a 10-2 run to start that second half to take the lead. And it was all ball movement. They had nine assists early on in the queue. And it was really I mentioned that Taylor two has, but also it was when Luca was on the floor and when Luca was on the bench. And for the first mm-hmm. two couple times that Luca was on the bench, the Raps were able to make a push, take a lead except for the start of the fourth quarter. Luke was on the bench, and all of a sudden, it was a familiar face to Raptors fans in DeLon Wright who just brought energy, and I don't know if he had a little extra boost because he was going against well, his on. former are we, team. Are we,
1: we going we to front and act like the man didn't have this game circled on his calendar? <laughs> it didn't give him the juice? The man was playing freewheely out yeah, there. He was you, hype. Yeah, he, was hype. Was,
0: he had a smile on his face. There was a one time where DeLon Wright hit the shot and he turned back to the Raps bench and gave a mean mug. Of course. That's how you feel in DeLon, okay. That's it. But DeLon Wright, as mentioned, the former Raptor, burns his old team, 15 points off the bench, six of eight shooting, three steals. It's the same DeLon Wright game we were accustomed to seeing where he has a herky-jerky layups, driving to the basket, Yep. made a couple of those, getting out in transition, making layups. He hit a wide-open three at one point as well. And DeLon Wright, it was a reminder of, you know, two things. One, the great development of the Raptors team and organization. But also, just what you said. This is a guy that obviously got traded midseason. watched his squad, then go on to win the NBA Finals. And he's still tight with a bunch of these dudes, right? Like, I'm pretty sure he was here for, who got married in the summer? Someone got married here in the summer and DeLon Wright was here. Was it was it patterson someone's wedding they were all at during the summer but anyways delon is still boys my point is Delon a is lot of boys them. with a lot of these guys and so to see that happen of course he's gonna have that circled on his ca- calendar and want to show up like i want to well yes. he is getting a ring right he yeah. is getting a ring yeah i'm but pretty
1: sure he's getting a ring i want to get a ring
0: no they are they are for okay. sure because i remember the talk about jv getting a ring too. okay so he's he's hype and shouts to the little girl so. smile who pops in and says, Patrick Patterson's wedding. Thank you. Eee, this is why I thank appreciate Thank you for the, the assist, little
1: girl. I, I, I see that. Right?
0: I appreciate the Thank you for that right? assist. I thought it was Pat Pat, but I couldn't remember who it was. Yeah. Hey. So that's what I mean, right? It's just cool to see, like, it was fun for him to go at his former team. And especially Nick Nurse knows. Nick, Nick Nurse Nick. knows. He, he breeded that bench mob, right? Definitely. Into, into the stars that they are now in terms of Pascal and Fred Van Fleet. Uh, Let's get to some comments. So you want to take some comments? of course. So here's the thing. We always try to be interactive and take, you know, take something from what the people say as well. We want to hear from you and what you think of this Raptors game. Tough loss, as mentioned, Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam tried, but it looked like those guys ran out of gas a little bit here. But as always, we want to take some comments and let's go to Twitter. And let's see, someone says that out of bounds where they reversed it, even though Doncic touched it last, shake my head. Yeah, that was a tough call yeah, it was a th- at the really end. Tough call. It was a tough call at the end, but... But did it really make a difference? I really think this was one of those games where it's apparent and that, you know, when you have the elite... The difference between last year and this year's team, when you have that elite talent, you're going to win some games that you don't deserve to win yeah. just because your guy makes Definitely. more plays at the end. This was one of those where the Raptors
1: stuck around, hung around, hung around, and it was right there. And then, and then who was going to take the game? We don't have a man that's going to take the game yeah Yeah. right and we're we're still trying to figure that out yeah uh emma checks in on twitter and says it's that sad thing
0: about the call discrepancy is pascal's post-ups use way more energy than luca driving yeah and so the one the one thing i'll say about this and i want to get your thoughts on it as well is pascal sometimes when he starts um when he gets a ball sometimes it's ball stopping Right, because yep. it's dribble, dribble, dribble. You're trying to get by your guy, break down, and then you miss the layup. That's tough, and it's not yes, in the free flow of the offense. Um, what did you think of Pascal? What do you think in terms of the strength of his game is? Is it trying to you know, pull up for the mid-range? Is it trying to get to the basket, I think take right the shot?
1: I think right now he's just trying to... like he He's experimenting with his game, too. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to see within the offense what, what works. But what he needs to do now... Because it's a, it's a it's it's a ball it's a ball friendly offense and it's, it's freewheeling and they're swinging it across. He has to make a decisive move once he gets the ball. Yeah. One two two dribbles max. Yeah. Two dribbles you're at the rim. Two dribbles you're you're shooting. And is there also an adjustment now going from
0: being like the second guy to now being a thousand the band, percent?
1: He's getting keyed on.
0: But knowing when to go. Right. Like the thing I thought that was yes. so dope about Kawhi last year was he picked his spot so well. Like he might have a bad second quarter, but then that last two minutes, he goes
1: on a 6 0 run just to like but bring the game closer. You're definitely right. Right. But that comes with seasoning too. Mm-hmm. Kawhi's been, yeah. been that dude. Yeah. So he knows even if I'm having a bad shooting night like Siakam did tonight, mm-hmm. I go to the line. Yeah. 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 I'm going to force you to foul me, and I'm yeah. going to the line. So I'm stopping the clock. I'm stopping stopping your momentum. That yeah. That's the difference, right? And yeah. and, and Siakam's really trying to figure that out. I think there's little things too, right? Like when you're going for the free throw now, and let's say you miss a couple of those
0: that you think you got yep. fouled on, one thing to grab from Lowry is, okay, this time when I'm driving into him, I'm driving into him and making sure Noise, that I'm going up. Oh, flaring. Like in- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I'm making you make the call. The dramatic. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an interesting one for sure. And Siakam, watching the glow up, it's like sometimes we need these little reminders where it's like, oh yeah, he's not there yet. It's coming. It's coming. He's almost yeah. there, but we're not there yet, yeah. right? Uh, let's get to some more comments. Uh, That's a Rat Pod checks in and says, negatives of being number one option, Siakam isn't allowed to have a bad game. That's just facts. That, I, That's I like real that talk. I,
1: listen, I like that comment yeah. because that is, it's so true. It's real talk. If you don't put up, the
0: raps are gonna lose. That's just the reality of the situation of being the number one option. That's what comes with good the pressure. accolades of well. That's what comes with the accolades of getting the bag and getting the max contract. Yep. But also the hype machine that comes when you have a good game oh, yep. against the Pelicans or whoever, and it's like it's going. all right, cool. Yeah, MVP to MIP or whatever Matt Devlin says, right? But you got you can't have you got to produce. You got to produce. You um, got to produce. Let's get to some more comments. So more comments. Uh, Mark being rendered a bit useless really didn't help Pascal either. Okay, Marc because I get crushed a lot on this pod because I've been the Marc Gasol defender ever since the trade, and I want to hear your take on Marc Gasol's role on this team. Just because I always think it's not o- it's not always about points and rebounds and what He's you never see on the he
1: box brings score. way he brings way more than what the box score is gonna read. Yeah, like he 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 essentially quarterbacks the defense from the back end yeah. number one number two he's just are we really expecting mark to be a 20 a 20 a night guy <laughs> like he used to be yeah like come on man that's not that's not fair it's, it's, In the end of the day there's no championship and mark is is, is, is not there if facts. mark's not playing defense On Joel and B like that, we're not winning that series. I'm just letting people know that. Facts. So I'm just or if we don't make that trade and we go into it with JV, we're not winning a (laughs) championship. I'm just have to repeat that. Marcus Sol is is worth a lot more than what you read in a box score. And I want people to know that.
0: Yeah. I also think like how difficult is it? And I always bring this up for people who might be new to the pod, might not have seen you on enough. I always try to big up the fact that like you're coming in with a resume, like Big Ups, if you're from Toronto, you know Eastern Commerce for sure, Big Ups, one of the best high school programs, if not the best high school program in Canada. But then also, my man played D1 ball down in the States. And so, when I ask basketball questions, I always like having, you know, someone who played at a high level that will be able to answer certain things. But, the one thing about Marcus Gasol, I want to know how difficult is it when you don't really, like, you might be used to getting a lot of touches, where you're the focal point of the offense, and then all of a sudden now, because you might be the third or fourth off- offensive option, how difficult is it for you if like you don't really get that many touches, but then all of a sudden, randomly, it's like, here, go. How it's, difficult is it for you to then go get a bucket in that situation? Is that
1: awkward? Of course. It's extremely tough. It's just, it's, it's just like you not having an automatic starter. In a dead of winter, and you, you hop in your car and you start your car, are you gonna expect it to go? <laughs> you know what I mean? I like it. I like it. Right, and and that's the thing too. Like it's, I, I understand you want instant gratification, mm-hmm. but I'm not expecting from our center position. Yeah, we're gonna get fifteen to twenty points a night. That's yeah. not what. That's not what our center position is. That's not where. That's not what the Raptors are asking the center produ- center position to produce. Yeah, we're not asking Serge and and uh, and Gasol to go out and average fifteen to twenty points. We're not asking them to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, we're asking yeah. them to control the paint. Yeah, no, for sure. I totally agree with that, and be a
0: presence on, be a on the floor. And also, the other thing is he quarterbacks the offense, right? Thank like you. we might not we might miss that point because he's the big guy, but he quarterbacks the offense so much and setting screens yes, and sir. keeping the ball movement going. And keeping the ball movement going keeps the defense also moving, right? Like that's a huge, massive point of what Marcus Gasol brings to the team. But then to dump the ball into him, let's say twice a half and be like, yo, score. Thank
1: that's you. that's not tough. fair.
0: And if you don't make it a commitment or a focal point, night in night out to say hey to start the game we're gonna give him touches in the paint and make him go at it in mm-hmm. the paint it's tough to then expect him to just randomly do it because you decided in the third quarter hey we're gonna finally give you a post-up against kristaps yeah that makes no sense <laughs> it's tough, it's tough. Uh, i'm gonna switch over to instagram here and it's kind of funny here because i see a comment that says um, <laughs> hold on it says ds says bruh all we can see is you, Sheldon. We can't even see your man's on the feed, LOL. And DJ oh, Raymond wow. checks it and says, Sheldon wants all the shine, LOL. So <laughs> <laughs> first off, the reason why the Instagram feed is set up like this is because I got to be able to, like, obviously I could put the iPad further back so you could see everybody, but then I wouldn't be able to scroll through all the comments, right? Exactly. I, like, I wouldn't be able to scroll through the comments. That's why it's only... Centered on me because it has to be that
1: close. It sounds like IG want to see my pretty face. Hey. I appreciate the love. Hey, right? But and we I want. that. But your questions come before me. So...
0: That's all good. But also, the Instagram feed is a backup feed. So if you want to see true. the full set, we got a beautiful set here. You can see my man Foots. You can see the full set. We got the big <laughs> screen in the back. Just go to Twitter, at Shell Alexander. That's all you got to do. We got do. you covered, right? So we got you covered. And I know these guys are our regular. So they're of just course. they're just busting my chops for sure. Just busting jokes on me for sure. Uh, let's see. K2's Garnett, who and we go at it all the time about Gasol. He checks in and says, no excuses for Gasol. Every... Everything is last year, last year. Last year, he's trash, bro. (laughs) (laughs)
1: He's not
0: trash, man. That's tough. He's not trash. Ask any coach. Ask Nick Nurse to talk about Marcus All. Would you want him to, to put up better scoring numbers? For sure. But the value of what he brings to his team. I know he went one for seven in this game and had six points. Cool. Nine rebounds, two assists. Cool. I get it. You don't want anyone to go one for seven in a game. For sure. Totally understand that. Totally, getting. and he's getting paid. And he's getting paid the bag. He's getting paid a lot of money. Yes, sir. But you kind of knew that when you took on the contract that this year might be like you're you're taking that money that you're paying him this year, and really you're paying him for last year, right? Like you're paying him that $25 million you gave him this year. Bro, do you want your ring last? Do
1: you year. want the ring back? <laughs> you know
0: what I mean. But Gasol, he's gonna be a focal point, and the reality is. He's not. You he might not even be on the team down the stretch. Thank you. He might not right? even be on the
1: team coming in the new year. Yeah.
0: So I mean, hey, I I will not knock knock Marc Gasol. But the thing I want to emphasize is just understand what he brings to the team, the veteran presence he brings to the team, nope. and the important part that he plays in the offense in terms of ball movement, in terms of and defensively as well. He's a defensive presence because a lot of shot things are about altering shots. It might not even just yes, be about getting blocked. Definitely. Right? But I understand, too, why he is such a hot-button issue for a lot of people. Let me go scroll up a bit on Instagram and get some more comments, though, because there's a lot of people filling in. Alex says, been great learning experience so far for Pascal early on in the season. Very I, true. I agree. It, it's going to be interesting. And the other part that you bring up, Foots, was you, you mentioned Carlisle being a really good coach as great well. Great coach. And so... You could see the way that the defense was kind of shifted towards Pascal, forcing him into tough shots, but also s- they would kind of hedge off
1: they the They would never overcommit.
0: Yeah. Never. Great offensive game plan. And if you know, if you mentioned Nick Nurse being one of the best coaches in the league. Rick Carlisle.
1: is up there too.
0: Consistently one of the best coaches in the league just because whatever the talent is that he has, they overplay. Overachieve. Yeah, they overachieve each and every year. And he's a great defensive coach, so... T- having a tough night against Rick Carlisle's team, hey, you take that. The other thing, too, I just think the Mavs are a tough matchup for the Raps in terms of they shoot a lot of threes and miss a lot of threes, but the way that their team is set up, it's like we jack a lot of threes, but we have a bunch of athletic dudes to just get on the glass. Yep, so, for sure. So you look at their roster and you just see guys like Finney Smith, right? Like you see all these guys running to, to rebounds, right? Powell's on the glass, even Kleber's on the glass, Kristaps had six offensive rebounds in this game. Like, they just get to the glass and they're active. And again, sometimes it's not always about the stat, mm-hmm. but it's just about being the presence, right, in the paint. Yep. And so the way that their team works, it, it kind of fits. Kind of fits. So I see there's a nice argument going on right now on the Instagram chat about Marc Gasol. And Uh Diaz checks in. Where where do we start? Well, Diaz (laughs) says, we don't need Mark for offense. We just need my man to make the right pass and defend the paint. I agree with that statement. I agree with that statement. I think that's totally true. Um, People are saying we need him to be an aggressive... We need him to be aggressive. It's not about scoring. And I don't think that's it. If you're talking about getting buckets, it'd be nice if he got buckets from him. Mm -hmm. But at this stage of his career, I don't know if
1: that's what. And on this team, we're not even giving him giving him the ball enough to be that to be consistently to be that twenty and ten guy everybody wants him to be. And even I don't. And uh, the the thing too, you got to think about how different it is because
0: his role in the offense from the top of the key. Yep. So then how often is he even in the paint to get the paint touches that you want him to get?
1: Exactly. They don't
0: really run that many screen and rolls for him. And his screen and roll, rolling to the basket's a little (laughs) slow and awkward at this stage. But
1: but this is what I would... Because you know what I think people are getting it confused with? Mm -hmm. They're looking at Denver and they're looking at Joker. Okay. And they're looking how they run their offense. They run it through him through the high post. It's very similar to the Raptors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's a difference though. Yeah. Joker is the number is their number one guy. And he's also doesn't have
0: the mileage that Marcusol's had. On there you him. go. Thank and, you. And you know, Marcusol, as Alex points out, Mark's overall value with his IQ and defensive smarts outweigh his individual offensive That's ability.
1: That's it. There you go. Shouts, Marc, I love man. this pod
0: so much because we got like real people that talk basketball that write into the show. I really yep. like that. I appreciate that. I for definitely sure. do. Huge shouts to Alex, who's always in here for sure.
1: Shout out Alex. Uh
0: let's see. Exodus movements disagree. Says Gasols throws the offense off and they expect him to shoot it, and he affects the rhythm. I mean, if you're really imagining uh, being called Sheldon, I ain't mad at Mark Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes back to last year too and you're right
1: i ain't mad at him i'll never be mad at him but hey i've also said i'm not gonna be mad at the raps this whole season you know what though it's you know it's crazy now because the fan base has a huge expectation on us now yeah on the raptors yeah right like i like
0: it though yeah i like it. it it's also uh it's also funny to me just because as the season goes along, I got crushed, foot because I said <laughs> the Raps would finish from 5 to 8 in the Eastern Conference. Like, crushed. Every time the Raptors win a game, you someone really comes that? in. Yo, you're mad at me, too. That's, no, really? Me yeah. and you didn't have this yeah, discussion off Yeah, we didn't have this discussion. Ca- yeah, I think they'll finish you 5 to that? 8. So here, here's why. I'm it, not, but... Okay, It was based off of, I knew the injuries were coming, and I didn't think that they'd be able to survive a long Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. injury. Now, so far, they've done really well. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know when Kyle's coming back, but it was based off of, I didn't think they could survive injuries to, and especially if you told me they are going to be without Kyle and Serge for an extended run. I didn't think they'd be able to to survive that. And I needed to see Pascal be the number one. I needed Mm -hmm. to see... If you're telling me Fred's a starting point guard this year, I needed to see that happen. Yeah. For Can sure. norm be consistent? Like there's so many things that I needed to see before I was willing to be like, yeah, okay. they're gonna be top three in, in the conference. And I know everyone was basing it off,
1: well, I'm basing it off what the, the other teams, the teams look at. Cool. But look I was like.
0: very the thing with me, I was always on okay, so I always said the Mavs, not the Mavs, what am I talking about? The Bucks, yep, Sixers, Sixers, Celtics. And I was from You're the, start on the heat. You're in I heat. was on the heat from You're the start the of the season, right? I was on the heat from the start yeah. of the season. I like the so culture. That, so that's four teams. So that's what I was on. That's yeah. just and I said five to eight. But now what I get pinned on is you still think they're going to come in seven? Yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, come on, Raptor fans! Seriously, it's seventh? Funny, We're not. That shouldn't even be. We shouldn't even be aiming for that. <laughs> I said third.
0: Okay, okay. I still okay. like us at
1: third. I'm not believing these Boston guys, See, especially after watching a FIBA summertime. They were hot trash. <laughs> my I'm not says, believing those guys. My guys right here says, "Bro, you said
0: seventh. I have the receipts. <laughs> Yo, yeah, yeah. This, facto.
1: Listen, bring up the receipts. Yeah,
0: listen, man. I said I know what I said. I know what I said. No, I said what I said. No, what's that from? That's from something. That's from something recently. Well, pusher.
1: Oh, yes, oh, I
0: am who I am. <laughs> Oh, man, this is too funny, but it's okay. I'm saying overall, third. Overall, I still think this third. is a great look for the Raps. I mean, they, they showed me a lot on this road trip, and they also confirmed a lot of what I thought, no. which is they play defense, and so playing defense will put you in a position to be a, that you have the ability to win a lot of games that you yes. probably shouldn't. Yep. And this was one of those games where, because they play defense, they were able to hang around, hang around, hang around, and they just couldn't pull it off.
1: Yeah.
0: So at the end of the day... Tough road trip, but you come out 3-2 and on your hardest road trip of the year. Uh, Huge bright spots in terms of you see that Pascal, for the most part, had a bad night tonight, but Pascal and Fred seem to be up to the challenge in terms of taking the bulk of the minutes and the workload and the shots as Fred Van Fleet finished with 24 points in this game on 8-of-18 shooting. It was good to see Norman Powell.
1: Yeah, it was good to see a Norman sighting.
0: Norm with 26, 9 of 15, 6 of 8 from 3 for Norm tonight. Norman Powell sighting. Uh, they need more of that, especially if Kyle's going to be out Moving for a while. Moving forward, for sure. OG didn't really. OG was okay. Eight points, five mm, rebounds. It's not enough.
1: It's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Come on, it's not man. Enough. It's not enough. You're right. You're if you right. would have told me Norm scored that, I'd be like, all right, whatever. But <laughs> OG? OG? Mm-mm. So, OG, we need you. Listen. It's, it's the next level step now. Okay. Especially after, even after last year, mm-hmm. you know, you had your personal issues and everything else. Mm-hmm. This year, it's the next step. And I'm confident that that um, OG can take that next step for sure.
0: Yeah. OG OG didn't have that good of a, a night for sure. And I think that OG is a guy, too, that people are looking to take that Siakam-type leap yep. last year. Not just sure. where Siakam's at now, but hopefully being the second Consistent scorer. You know.
1: Whatever that looks like. Whatever that looks like. (laughs) Because,
0: again, I'm not also claiming to know. Oh, I'm not going to say this is
1: going to be smooth. A smooth third.
0: It's going to be rough. Yeah. Um, to wrap up our Gasol conversation, maybe Matthew on Twitter <laughs> has the right answer. He says, just save Gasol for the playoffs. Load management. I mean,
1: him why not?
0: Hey, he's just there for the Embiid matchup. That's it. that's it. That's the only thing we need from Mark Gasol. Just be there for the Embiid matchup in the playoffs. And, <laughs> and that's we, it. And we gravy. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in to this to wrap it up podcast. Again, Raptors fall 110 to 102 in Dallas. Finish off the road trip three and two, and Pascal Siakam struggled in this game. Fifteen points on six of twenty-four shooting. Big night though for Norman Powell, who's the Raptors' leading scorer at twenty-six points. Freddie checks in with twenty-four. When I flip over to the Dallas Mavericks side of things, Luka Doncic monster game: twenty-six points, fifteen rebounds, seven assists. Add in twenty from Kristaps Porzingis, and it's a Mavs win as they improve to seven and five on the season, where the Raptors fall to eight and four raps next game i'm pretty sure they play on monday night they play at home as the road trip is now over they play at home to the charlotte hornets Mm -hmm. um that should be an interesting game and i think a game the raps should win but again hey interesting in how
1: in in which way
0: interesting because again like I need to see my biggest issue that the thing that I need to see is consistency. consistency. I'm going to just keep harping on it the whole and year. And we're clearly
1: better than them. So let's, yeah, yeah, you're right. If yeah. if you're the right.
0: Raps are third, yep. the Charlotte Bobcats. It's a beat down. And I just call them the Bobcats because that's a level of respect I <laughs> have But if the Raps are a third place team. It's a beat East, down. It has you, to be. You, yeah, you take care of business and you damage the the Hornets at home. Definitely. On a Monday night. And then you go out after to never mind. I'm joking. <laughs> we I'm, <ain't> joking. Go- <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. But again, thanks for tuning into this. What we like to call the Wrap It Up Podcast. My name is Sheldon Alexander. Foots. Where can the people see you, find you, tweet at you, holla at you, get you your know, basketball takes. You can
1: find me everywhere. Hey. But hey, I G at EastsideO and and also at DDS Caps. Big, 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 big things there. DDS Caps
0: for sure. Follow up for the hat links. Follow up. Um, And my name is Shell Alexander. Of course, you can find this podcast live on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. And in between time, don't be afraid to hit me up for whatever else you want to talk about, whether it's basketball or maybe the Leafs. Oof, Tough night for the Leafs. (laughs) Tough night for the Leafs. But lots going on. I'm here on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. Hit me up. Same thing goes for Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. As mentioned, the podcast live after each and every Toronto Raptors game on Twitter at Shell Alexander becomes a podcast afterwards. Like and subscribe YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, like and subscribe everywhere. We're everywhere. Follow the movement. Really appreciate it. And you know what? As we wrap up this road trip, the most the thing that I don't like ever want to take for granted as you know shouts to the regulars i always big up the regulars that are here each and every night with me and you guys were here all week during the this like crazy west coast trip but when i finish a west coast game and finish doing the podcast and it's 1 30 in the morning and i look and there are a thousand people there watching
1: that's big that's big things
0: i just want to thank you guys for rocking out with us because this is a fun project and i do it and it's a good time and it's fun to bust jokes with my boys and my friends and i said in the beginning that i wanted to open up my group text that we have that's it open it up to the people and you guys up to the world but it was a great reminder this week of why we do it because it's 1 30 in the morning And there was, like, over 900 people in the chat after I wrap up and I see that. I'm like, that's incredible.
1: Y'all really could be sleeping.
0: Yeah. Appreciate you guys. And you're rocking with
1: us, so we appreciate that.
0: Appreciate you guys joining the move that we call the Wrap It Up Pod because I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post-game show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, putz, see ya.
1: You. On Blast.